Friends and enemies, I want to say something from the bottom of my heart. I have been wrong. I have been tortured, I guess, is the word. Apparently, uh, every one of the emails that we get on a weekly basis that say, Stephen, you're jaded. Stephen, you don't even know. Apparently, they were right. Apparently, they were right because last night, last night was Valentine's Day, and I did not even see it coming. I'm not sure. I think I'm blessed. I think I'm a national treasure, and I think that um, as I'm dropping this person off, uh, there was a bunch of psychos uh, on the street just in Halloween masks, just with shopping carts and stuff. But I thought to myself, you know what? Nothing can harm me because I am a necessary, whether it be evil or good in the world, I believe on the side of good, I am a necessary component to the world's order. And as I found out last night, there is something higher than us. I don't know what that is. But just when I thought the world was going to shit, just when I thought that everybody was just going to be down on their luck forever, there is no more love. There is no more, there is no more attraction the way that, that they talk about in romance novels that my nana used to read or that they talk about in, I don't, even trashy uh, magazines from the 80s. There's not even that romance. Romance. That's what I thought until last night. And I had four and a half to five hours. Four and a half to five hours of complete and utter chemistry, ecstasy. I don't know what you caught. I'm high in life. Ladies and gentlemen, the Who Cares podcast. Welcome to the Who Cares podcast, a podcast that enters your soul with your host, Stephen Moraga. So I want to start off by saying this. I am ashamed almost because I have gone through the gamut, so to speak. I have gone through so many different individuals that I started to get very, very, I must have got jaded and it must have come out in my speech because today I'm telling you, I'm a little schoolgirl. I am like, uh, I don't know where this is going. Okay. I don't know. And I don't even know if I want to know or if I want it to go there, but all I know is last night was lightning a goddamn bottle. And you have to capture it, you have to take it, you have to fuck it, and you have to caress it, and then you have to choke it a little bit, and then slowly caress. And that's what you do with lightning once you capture in the bottle. Like, both of us were just like, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, I'm telling you, like, it was, there's something, there is something beyond us, okay? I don't care if I've OD'd and died and there's nothing. Okay, I didn't see anything. I don't care if uh, whatever kind of atheistic approach that the world is uh, is interpreting now at a much higher level, and they're trying to get rid of religion. That's whatever. You can only evolution is evolution or de-evolution, whatever you want to call it. But you can't you can't stand the way of it. If religion is so great, then they'll go by the wayside. But there is this escalation of self you know you are your own god you are your own power which i believe in uh, uh in a lot actually however there is something else because last night i was not even thinking i wasn't even thinking about valentine's day at all actually i was um what was i doing oh i know what i was doing <laughs> i know what i was doing um but i got this text from someone that i used to hang out with you know a couple times maybe and and both times were great both times are great. I mean, they weren't like, I, I knew there was something there, you know I mean? Look, but like, there's something there every time, almost. Not, I don't want to say every time. 
there's something there one out of like four times maybe was someone new you know what i mean there, there, there's something there you're like okay i vibe with that person you know you know and you you can tell the difference i don't care how good looking they are i don't care i mean obviously i'm not gonna be hooking up with ugly people but i'm talking about on you know some might think are better you know in the world of modeling or in the world of the um the bullshit that they throw at our face all the time you know if are some of them that level or are some of them really that level yes i've been with i've been with the top the top shelf and i've also been with the you know the well the well version and um you never know yourself. That, that's the crazy thing you never know what kind of chemistry or where you're at in your life or what's going on in your life or or where they're at in their life i'm thinking about myself totally aren't i uh, where they're at in their life and you don't ever know what the possibilities are because you need to unlock them and you kind of got to let go and you two got to be on the same path and i mean a lot has to happen for what happened last night but what happened last night that before we we kind of knew that you know i even checked up on this person they had to have some like little surgery or something like that um very look at it wasn't gross surgery let me just tell you um but it was some little surgery and i even checked up on them which i never do you know and um and so I did, and then, and then we kind of lost touch. Um, well, actually, I changed my my Snapchat, so that that poor person, feel bad, but um, found me somehow, and uh, it was uh, get off work at around like eight uh, eight thirty nine thirty or something. I don't even know. All I know is that they left at one thirty two, and it was just nonstop. Like I I knew the moment that I got the phone call. I knew the moment that I got the phone call. This was it. Like there was no doubt in my mind. It's like, oh God, I'm like kind of tired, or oh God, I'm. Do I want to get my dick sucked? Do I want to, uh, you know, do I want to put out the energy? Oh God, no. But that, those are real. I mean, I know those are real emotions. Or do I want to, you know, take a shower? I didn't take a shower because I took one earlier. So what I'm saying is that it everything kind of just fell into place. It was just I just knew. Okay, yeah, whatever. I'm so looking forward to seeing you so looking forward to seeing you and and like it was almost even over the the text messaging wavelengths even over our i don't care how much they're trying to manipulate our information that information cannot be manipulated that information was fuck i am just i'm telling you i am i am legitimately blown away right now I don't know where I'm not going to be all like a little schoolgirl and think about, oh, when, where is this going to go? Where is this going to lead? I don't know. And then what? I'm fine with that. I'm just, I'm just so excited that I don't know. I can feel again. And I'm not sure if any one of you out there feels the same way. Maybe you don't have the laundry list of bodies behind you like I do. Maybe you don't have the, um, the callous nature that maybe I do, or maybe you're more callous, uh, but I'm a romantic at heart. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I've been a little jaded lately on, um, everyone I kind of meet like, uh, not to say I'm not happier. I mean, I'm happy, but you know, what's crazy. There was a, there, I mean, there's always a little pep in my step I'll, more than everybody. I pretty much know, but because you know, y'all believe boring lives. Not our listeners, just kidding. Your friends, I'm saying. Your friends lead boring lives. They got the boring, you know, people they go out with, they talk about boring stuff. You know those people. Not not our listeners. I'm not, t- I'm not saying our listeners. I'm saying the people that you know. 
and you think, and that's why you're here because you're you're excited for me. I know. And then there's also the enemies out there that are it just gives them another bullet in their chamber. But I don't care about them. I care about no ain't none of y'all paying my bill. Well, some of you all are because Patreon, our Patreon.com uh, slash what's the play. Um, you know, some of you are. Um, so thank you. But besides that, maybe the haters are too. Maybe they just want to see what I'll say next. I'm not really sure. But I do know this, uh, that most of them aren't, and they could care less. So thank you for listening. But I don't care about what you think, and I don't really care about anybody else what they think because I think too many times, and I think most of us think we're thinking about other people. We think that we're doing the best thing. We think we're doing the best thing for humanity, but we're really just self-absorbed in what's going to – because they've – they, meaning the perpetrators of this – a global pandemic or where we've seen everything now being put to light because nothing makes sense. A Democrat Republican doesn't matter. None of it makes sense. They're all pieces of shit. Um, you start to see that people are becoming very, very psycho. Psycho. Yeah. Because last night after I dropped quote unquote person off, why do I just keep saying that? I don't know if I could use a name or anything like that, but um, right, it's about one thirty, maybe yeah, one thirty was exactly one thirty. It's in a garden, city of beautiful city of Garden Grove, and I make this U turn like a maniac, like ah, Happy Valentine's Day, right? like I just make it, you know, right, burn out in the middle of the street there because some major streets have to go the other way, right? And then all of a sudden I start kind of you know going a little faster because I drive, I like to drive fast, and um, all of a sudden in the middle of the road there's this fucking I don't know what this is, but it's it's something that's moving. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? And it's a person pulling this huge shopping cart. Like uh, like one of the like maybe it looks like the back end of uh, one of those uh, like those the Mexican dudes that come by and pick up all your copper and stuff like that. Well, it looked like the back end. That's how big the shopping cart was. So this person is pulling it with this crazy Halloween, like old man mask that covers. But it's huge and it covers their entire face. And they're walking in the middle of the street. And I almost fucking take out this person. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Well, how can I go from just like loving, like the best night? And then what if I would have not been, because I'm in like Lala. I wasn't drunk. I was in like complete, I was drunk with love. I was drunk with fucking the fluids. I mean, I was literally bathing in love last night. And I almost took out an individual who decides to wear a goddamn Halloween mask because they're a fucking legitimate psycho. And I'm, I'm really getting tired of this. I'm getting tired of mental illness. We all got some point of mental illness. If you listen to my podcast enough, I'm sure there's a, you could do like the Joe Rogan compilation, except without the N word, but mine, you could do like, you know, uh, mental illness. I'm sure there's definite, definite signs there. And everyone I talk to, which is even worse, everyone I know, well, except for like maybe one or two people has it worse than I do. And these are so-called captains of industry or, or a model of citizens. And they're fucking complete lunatics. But this goes, takes lunacy. Like who the fuck at 1.30 in the morning is walking. And just the night prior, I stayed the night at my parents. I went over there to um, watch the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. It's a weird Super Bowl. It's one of the weirdest ever, except for the halftime show, which is great. Uh, some controversy, I guess, 
which I have no reason, there's no reason for that. But congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams and my father, because he's been a diehard Rams fan. If you know anything about this podcast, you know that I took him to Lambeau Field earlier, they, earlier in the year when they played the Rams. And I thought the Rams shouldn't even been on the field with the Green Bay Packers. And look who ends up winning the goddamn Super Bowl last night. No, the fix is definitely not in. It was going to be in L.A.? No, that's definitely not in, right? Oh, gosh, the Rams need a little jump start. They need to get, get, get us uh, some kind of viewership here in L.A. because the Lakers have been a Laker town. No, that couldn't possibly be it, could it? I don't know. That's just my opinion, but who knows? I mean, I could, I could be wrong, right? But the last two years, the home teams won at the Super Bowl. Man, I can't, you can't, and during, the, during the, the worst pandemic ever, I don't know. Could you script it any better? And when you say that, the coincidence is only goes so far. Last night was not coincidence. Last night was years and years and years of me being whatever. Like I got, I, I took it, I, I pounded you out and that's it. And like, can you go? And last night was a totally, I deserve it. I deserve it last night. So anyways, so I go over there and then that night as I'm sleeping in their bedroom, one of, it wasn't my childhood bedroom because they turned that into something else, but my, uh, the guest bedroom, I'm sleeping in the guest bedroom and I hear they, they live I don't know, approximately a uh, half mile away from um, kind of a major boulevard, I guess. Um, but it's not like major, like where there's people on it at night, you know, um, maybe during the day. But people don't really walk on that boulevard. There's cars and stuff, but it's not a very highly trafficked, uh, you know, foot foot traffic or anything. They don't live in like a major city or anything. But um, I hear like I always play like either music or a podcast or something. I don't play my own podcast, but I play music or a podcast or something. And I... I woke up and I, I'm listening to my podcast. I'm like, what is that in the background? And I hear this. And it's constant. And I thought it was on the podcast because it sounds like a constant, you know, like a background noise that you just don't want to like, what the fuck? Like, I never hear that here at my parents' house. Or it must be on my podcast. So I shut off the podcast and I'm still hearing it. And it's it sounds like it's repetitive in the same motion. And then all of a sudden it changes. And I can kind of hear the F word out of it. And it's like that. And I'm going, what the fuck kind of individual is out there? And how long has this been going since I heard it? Because I'm already listening to it five, eight minutes. I know me. If I'm on the, if I'm on, say one loud word on a boulevard in the middle of the night, I'm getting the cops called on me. No, but I did when I was a teenager. I remember my cousin, I mean, my friend Evan and I, we, uh, I don't know. We were just standing by like some car right down, down the street from my parents' house. And what do you know? You want the cuffs, buddy? You want the cuffs? You know, so I don't know what the, these guys have like nine lives. I don't know what, or the, the cops just don't, like if you're an upstanding citizen and you do shit like that, they have all the time and the cops have all the time in the world for you. I don't understand it. I really don't. Maybe, I mean, maybe I know that they're just sick of these people and they think that they're not going to do any harm, but guess what they actually do? There's been plenty of these motherfuckers. Like they just killed some Asian girl that in her apartment. He stalked her. And, you know, with all the fucking lunacy that's out there because of the soft, the lax on laws right now, I don't mind the drug laws being lax. Yeah. But you can't tell me that none, if, if there's lax laws on violent offenders, fuck that. We have, we have things to do here in this real world. We don't need mentally ill, violent people. You people are fucking crazy. And you can tell your relatives, you're crazy. We don't like you. How about that? How about we just shun them out? You know, because that's what they, they feed on. They feed on attention. They do. They honestly feed on attention. And I don't know if they're so-called mentally ill. Why are they mentally ill in a nice way? Like, oh, lollipops and cherubs and, and whipped cream and, and just uh, jizz right in on my face. How about that? Well, you know, but why is mentally ill always angry, nasty, satanic type behavior? 
I'm not saying satanic like you like I believe in that. Well, I don't know. Who knows now? I'm, I believe in kismet after yesterday. But what I'm saying is that who knows? But but what happens is, is that we placate these motherfuckers and they're fucking evil. I don't give a fuck what you say. Mental illness is a form of evilness. How, you, how are you going to tell me? Why can't they just say, oh, lollipops and rainbows? That would be mental illness too. I'm sure there's some out there and, and God bless those mentally ill people. But the ones that we see are so angry. And so, I mean, once you lose your mind, why can't you lose your mind into like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? It doesn't work like that. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a host of fucking psychologists, but you're going to tell me all the reasons why, but you're going to tell me all about the watch, but you're not going to tell me how it gets made, are you? And that's what happens. You don't know because it's fucking weird. Why is Tourette's syndrome just cussing? What kind of syndrome is that? Why don't they say, why don't they outlandishly say like popcorn, great movies, Golden Girls. Why don't they say that shit? You know why? Because their soul is tortured. Their souls are demented. They're rotted. And I don't know what happened in the meantime. They might have done some drugs to kickstart in that schizophrenia or whatever. But it needs to go. And I'm going to start to petition hashtag no mental illness. How about that? No more. I, I applaud the people that have mental illness that are really battling through it like myself. I think we all have, especially after this year, they, you could, could you escape this past uh, two years, three years without some kind of form of mental illness? I'm sure. We, I'm sure we all have the bar- on the barometer, the fact that I'm talking to you and telling you that my opinion means anything to you shows a sign of some mental illness, doesn't it? That I think I'm, I'm, I, like the world really needs to hear what I have to say. I think so. But other people have said so too. But I mean, it's not like... Um, we're tearing down, we're not in Joe Rogan's numbers right now, right? And I think maybe anybody that, that thinks that they can do that and isn't Joe Rogan's numbers, who the fuck are they? What kind of, why would an actor go and pretend to be an actor for how many years and nobody really likes you and nobody puts you in anything, but they you don't think that's a form of mental illness? Yeah, that's a form of mental illness. You ain't going to get the role, buddy. Your band is not going to take the fucking world by storm at 52 years old. Chances are. There is some, there is some, uh, you know, exceptions, there's uh, Colonel Sanders, Ronnie Dangerfield, things of that nature, that they actually found success later on in life. But they also worked up to that, too. Let's not be, it wasn't overnight success. They were doing a lot of shit up, and it took them 52, 55, 65 years to get to that. And then Colonel Sanders, like a dum-dum, didn't study any kind of business sense and sold his, his uh, name and his rights and everything to, uh, and his recipe for like $2 million. But he guess he needed the money, right? Because he's uh, on Social Security living wage, right? So I, I don't really know. But uh, I do know that the real severe form of mental illness, like this dumb dumb on the street yesterday, and I wanted to go back so bad. I know, in some ways, I you know, I I don't know that I I wish I didn't hit him. I know there'd be a lot to because I was completely sober, and I'm sorry, Lord, I'm sorry, whoever. But in some sense, I'm kind of like, yeah. And what? I, I mean, I wouldn't want my. I just got my car back a little while ago. I don't want that to. You know, but he was in the middle of the road, like out of nowhere, this motherfucker popped up, appeared like a damn uh, Halloween horror movie. This motherfucker now has impeded my life. And that's what people don't really understand. Like you impede my life. Now all bets are off. I don't mess with yours unless I do. And then by all means, you have every right and recourse to come after me or whatever you want to do. Or put me in my place or whatever. For the most part. 
my life is it consists of just dealing with me and my family and trying to better ourselves and better the world and do things that are, are for the betterment of society. And then there's dramatic idiots like this that need to be, what, heard? Oh, wow. You need to fucking people to recognize you in your fucking your garbage state as you're pulling a fucking a load down and walking in the middle of the street knowing that I'm coming. He didn't move. He wanted me to hit him. He was like on a death wish. Maybe I should have granted that. I wake up at night thinking maybe I should. Should I grant the, these wishes to these people? Not saying that I want to do it, but fuck. I am now talking about it. You impeded my, you actually, by your mental illness, do you understand? Your mental illness now impedes everyone around you, psychos. And in fact, let me just tell you this. In fact, maybe I have talked to you about it, but there's this fucking lunatic Syrian that I think lives in my neighborhood. I'm not really sure. But a while back, this fucking weirdo, guy pretend to be a woman i'm not sure which dating site it was i'm not sure if it's tinder plain fish i'm not really sure but you know during the pandemic you you search out your options what can i say and they were very good to me most of the time however this motherfucker shows up my door and i'm like hey what and i'm like no i'm not what the and he's not a bad looking dude he's like i don't know but it's just not my style okay and he's like oh we fuck we fuck and i go no you're you misrepresenting yourself what the fuck are you doing here Get the fuck out of my house. Or, or not out of my house, but get, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, you see, he caught me. He wasn't even in my house, but he was at the door here, and I just get the fuck out of here. Hey, oh, we, I fuck, we come back later, we fuck. I'm like, bro, just get the fuck out. Because, you know, you don't really know now. I don't know where this motherfucker lives. This motherfucker knows where I live. So, uh, legitimately, like an hour later, walks into my house. I had the door open, walks into my house, we fucked now? And I'm like, no, we don't have gold for you fucking syrian or whatever the fuck you are yeah, i think you're yeah, syrian this is what happens when we 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 rabble a, a hornet's nest no offense to you syrians but this is what happens i'm sure we get the good ones we also get these ones too what i don't want to be dealing with this shit and i've reported it because i don't want because if i get a hold of this motherfucker i will pummel him i will shoot him i've no i'd rather beat him up i'd rather beat him up i, I wouldn't i would but this is the kind of weird fuck that when i'm walking to my car will stick me and so I'm letting everybody know on my podcast now, if I die, it is the hands of Sirhan Sirhan or whatever the fuck this guy's name is. He's a complete and legitimate psycho leaving notes at my door saying he's going to call the cops on me for what? What are you going to call the cops on me? I tell everybody, tell everybody what? Tell them something. Tell them that you're a fucking, everybody knows about you already, you fucking weirdo. And he's constantly like, I, I know this guy is meant, he's obviously mentally fucking ill. And I'm, I don't, I have no compassion for it. I'm sorry. I just don't. Not anymore. I might have years ago, maybe when there was only a couple of y'all, but now there's fucking, it is, it is, uh, and it's, yes, it is, I blame it a lot on the, the, the society at large or the government that perpetuated this society of wearing fucking panties on your face and wearing, you know, cuck holding shit. Yeah, that's all a form of control if you case you didn't know that. I know you guys want to wear your mask. I know I understand, but there's no fucking Florida and Vegas. Both at the same time enacted very strict forms of both extreme sides. One no mask, one with mask. Guess what? They have the same fucking rate up until this date, until uh, just recently Vegas lifted their mask ban. Mask ban. They had the same exact rate of COVID-19 um, contractions. I mean, you tell me that if that doesn't tell you those are the pretty Miami, Miami and Miami County or whatever, Miami right there and Las Vegas County, Kern County, both of them. And those are the two highly, most highly popular, you know, uh, 
vacation spots, pretty much very twin twin sons of different mothers. If you're talking about cities, right? So that tells you right there, masks were not, what are we talking about? And anybody that says they got the science that proves it. No, there's the science right there. Both hot, dry climates. Well, not dry. Florida's a little wet. Maybe that had something to do with it. That's probably what they're going to say. Oh, Florida was wet. Maybe that it took, but you would think that the particles then would, because it's an airborne disease, right? So you think the particles would latch onto the fucking mucus membranes or the fucking, whatever they are in the sky, mucus membranes, into the, uh, into the wetness, the, the, the dew in the sky, and then just travel a lot easier, right? If it's dry and arid like Vegas, what do they have to be worried about? Well, they, they enacted a mask mandate. They both have clubs. They both have a lot of indoor bullshit. I guess I guess Miami would be considered a little more outdoorsy, but you know you got the clubs, you got the pool parties, you got everything else during the day in Vegas. I don't know, dude. I, all I'm saying is they're both. Maybe maybe there's a, a little variation. Of course there is, but as a whole, wouldn't you wouldn't you think then and there's an extreme difference between their rate of, of of contracting this dreaded disease called COVID from the from the laboratory that Pfizer owns? Yeah, did you know that? Weird, right? That Wuhan laboratory, Pfizer owns it. Fauci, I mean, just it's just ridiculous. Actually, you know what? I'm going to play something for you. And I'm going to get off the COVID topic because nobody wants to hear this. But I want you to, this kind of wraps it up in a nutshell. And I don't really understand why anybody's even saying anything like it's a political thing. It's not even political. Like uh, the big dummies on the right, fucking just as much, put you in masks just as much. I mean, I guess a couple, whatever, yahoos or whatever, and think they're all, you know, fucking Texas Wilders. Western Wilders and shit. Yeah, they're, they may have like done something or they may have, but they were also staking their political future on it. They, they, they didn't know if they were right either. So I don't want to know. Now we know. Now we know what the fuck is going on here. And this pretty much sums up, uh, this was from my Uncle Jim, actually, who usually leans, he's a very left, if you want to say, in thinking or liberal in thinking, which I, I love. I mean, I'm, I am too in so many ways. I don't even know, and I don't even know why I have to even say that because I'm just me. I don't want to choose like the Super Bowl in the fakest Super Bowl of all time. And now that looks ridiculous. But, anyways, listen to this. Warriors, the snakes are coming out. The masks begin to fall off. The Chinese biological laboratory in Wuhan is owned by GlaxoSmithKline, which accidentally owns Pfizer. The one who makes the vaccine against the virus, which accidentally started at the Wuhan Biological Lab and which was accidentally funded by Dr. Fauci, who accidentally promotes the vaccine. GlaxoSmithKline is accidentally managed by the finance division of BlackRock, which accidentally manages the finances of the Open Foundation Company, Soros Foundation, which accidentally manages the French AXA. Soros accidentally owns the German company Winterthur, which accidentally built a Chinese laboratory in Wuhan and was bought by the German Alliance, which coincidentally has Vanguard as a shareholder, who coincidentally is a shareholder of BlackRock, which coincidentally controls central banks and manages about a third of global investment capital. BlackRock is also coincidentally a major shareholder of Microsoft, owned by Bill Gates, who coincidentally is a shareholder of Pfizer, which, remember, sells a miracle vaccine and, coincidentally, is now the first sponsor of the WHO. Now you understand how a dead bat sold in a wet market in China has infected the whole planet. Exactly. And that's on TikTok, fucking Chinese-owned... Uh... <laughs> Chinese-owned uh, platform. Anyways, enough said about that. 
Where were we at? We're talking about psychos. Psychos, we need to get rid of them, and I think we need to get a movement together. We're going to get the Russian troll factory. I don't care who we get. We need to get a movement together to get rid of them. And and if we have to do lobotomies from now here on out, you know, on the very extreme ones, I'm sorry. And if they're related to you, I'm sorry. Hopefully, that we, you know, but then that goes into like, well, then we can deem anybody being mentally ill, right? True. But let's start with the ones that fucking show it and the ones that are at 7-Eleven and that fucking talk to themselves. Can we start with those ones? What happened to them? What hit of meth did they take? I used to do drugs. I never took one hit of something or a, a line of Coke or some of that. And all of a sudden, you know what's crazy, though, is I have seen some friends do that. And I don't know, were they mentally ill beforehand? Yeah, I think they were. And that sucks. So don't fucking do drugs then if you can't hang. I, I don't have time for this because you know what? It impedes progress. It, it's, it's like as much as I love handicapped kids and I will do, I would do whatever for them. We spend so much on money on them. And, but we also, that's great. We should, we should keep spending the same amount of money. I don't want to lose sight of they don't, they were given a fucked up chance from the day one, right? They, they were, however, we don't spend the same amount of money on the gifted kids. Do we? That's a very Ayn Rand-ism. I understand that. But it, that's the truth. Why don't we? They're the ones that are going to take us out of the doldrums. They're the ones that are going to create, um, out of the trash that's in the sea, actual land masses, maybe. I mean, that's what's going on right now. They're the, they're the, they're the ones that also probably could take us out, too, definitely, as you listen to on um, Bill Gates, right? So we have to understand, we have to somehow, somehow, some way in this program that I'm proposing to our government, we take the budget, uh, the same exact budget that's for the handicapped and the, and the, uh, the slower children, and we take that budget. And then we also take a little bit out of the war crimes budget because we don't give a fuck about Crimea, Ukraine or Vladimir Putin. We take some money out of there. And we put it into our gifted kids. However, we have to give them some morality because a lot of these gifted kids do not have morality. And you're going to tell me, well, that goes all back to mental illness, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Maybe a lot of these people are, used to be very smart and they got so conflicted, their brain just fried as mine's about to do in two minutes. But you understand that, that that's, that's just the cause of life. Maybe we're all, we have to understand, yes, one offers are here for that purpose only. Maybe we're all just here to make a fucking half man half robot and that's just been our whole calling this whole time i don't know okay i don't understand it i am not on another level to understand anybody says they are like stephen hawking you know one time i think i've talked about this on the podcast i asked my dad i go you know you know stephen hawking's the smartest man in the world dad how come he doesn't believe in god he goes well son would you exactly i wouldn't either if i were him but you know what? I believe in God after last night. I believe in God. I believe in the Cupid. I, my heart was shot with an arrow. Oh, man, it's beautiful. Anyways, go to our Ukraine and Super Bowl issues here. Are they, are they coinciding or whatnot? Maybe I think Vladimir Putin was so upset at the fact that NBC decided to what take the crowd out completely. Are they just there for looks? But the whole fucking Super Bowl looked like a goddamn experiment in CGI. I thought we already got rid of that with 2005's Incredible Hulk. I thought we were already better than that. Every single commercial, every single, I'm not really sure. The, even Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and Eminem all looked like digital rend, renditions of, each, of the, their former selves. I thought the set was badass, giving love to Tams, giving love to that old Eve After Dark, that nightclub from um, that Dr. Dre got his uh, start in. Um, 
uh, when he was part of the funk, G, like kind of more, more of a funky kind of group. Definitely not like NWA. So they gave love to that. And I think they also, Townsburgers was cool as shit. And then they also gave love to um, the Donut there in Compton. I was expecting them to do the um, uh, Snoop Dogg's video in Long Beach where he's on, because when he, when he was started rapping on the roof, I'm like, oh shit, that's an ode to that, to uh, what's my name, right? And then that, that record store that's no longer here in Long Beach. Um, well, it kind of is. It's like a little slit of a store, but it's like, I think it's a laundromat now, mostly. I forget what the name of that fucking record uh, store was. But anyways, it was a nationally or now it became nationally. It was a, a very local, uh, very recognized landmark here in Southern California. So, uh, but the whole thing from, I mean, this, this uh, 5G, HD, whatever you want to call it. 5G is going to, if you can, if you've seen the, the, uh, what's her name? Heather O'Donnell. Heather McDonald, she fucking started talking about uh, how great she was and how she got a boost and everything. And all of a sudden she starts switching out like they turn on the 5G in her and she takes a nosedive at her concert. Look her up. Heather McDonald nosedives. She's a huge comic and she nosedives. It's like she was like they, they didn't want her talking about it and they just zapped her. And she and then this whole Bob Saget thing. Who knows what's going on here? OK, but that's not for me to judge. Those are other comics there. I don't know. I'm not a comic. Uh, I just portray one on a podcast, but, uh, I thought the set was amazing. I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was the only thing. The only thing that really offended me was the fact that 50 cent was at least 350 pounds. What the fuck happened to get off steroids? I think he did. He must've got off steroids. That's usually what happens when you, you get that pudginess, but you contain that mass. Trust me. I know I did steroids, but I didn't do them for as long as probably he's been doing them. He's probably like, wait a minute, I'm almost 60 years old or whatever he is, 55, 60. Why am I doing steroids still? But I think maybe he should have done them before the Super Bowl. I don't know. And he's hanging from, I mean, that's not a good look for anybody. You know, when you have a larger person uh, on top of you and you see that that hangs a little bit, that's not a good look. But we'll just let him go. We'll let him slide on that. And I'm not sure what part of the West Coast he's from, but I know he's under Dr. Dre's label. I know Eminem's from Detroit. I get it. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm thankful that they did that fucking great set. I'm thankful that Mary J. Blige was there, except for the fact that she sang one of her new songs nobody fucking cares or knows about. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, the problem with hip hop is though that it's never translated well live, especially live in a. It, it translates well live in a venue like you know maybe a couple hundred people. But they didn't have any. But I give them credit; they didn't have any uh, uh, hype men or whatever behind them. You know, there was all fucking from the, I don't know, some people said that M might have, uh, might have uh, uh, lip synced or whatnot, but they didn't have any hype men behind them. So that's beautiful. So the fact that they all came together, they did it, I thought was amazing. And the fact that they didn't go too crazy, you know, I think that 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 was the perfect move. A lot of people wanted them to like do, oh, wow, hip hop. No, that's not what you do on the first, the first opportunity that hip hop has to be on the stage. You don't, you don't, you don't pull a Janet Jackson 2004 move, right? You don't. That's stupid. You know, you want to be welcome back, right? Because the NFL is a bunch of gangsters, dude. They they know how to book some shit, don't they? They know how to be a promoter, right? They know. Every year the NFL gets better. It's just, it's the only thing. Wrestling sucks. WWE sucks. It's never got. It's never re- reached the pinnacle before. They but NFL has consistently got you in the storylines, and we got the goof. My, my our goof, our lovable goof, Aaron Rodgers. You got um, Tom Brady. Maybe might not somehow maybe re- retiring. Then you got the guys storming off the field. Um, what's his name, Antoine Brown? I mean, you got all that drama. Then you got the Rams playing the home game. You know, finally they're back. Finally, and then they get the Rock in there that he just. And I think a lot of people were like, "Huh? 
is this is the rock because a lot of people didn't understand who the rock was before i think that's the weird takeaway from that is the rock open up the show like he does monday night raw and yet i don't know the place where i was at you know a lot of the people there were like i don't get it and i said well that's kind of the rock like and i think even the the, the announcers are like all right well i don't know and the rock was wearing some weird like his pants were just I mean, I like the color scheme, you know, I like all that maroon. I wear a lot of that. In fact, I think I actually have that outfit, but a, a better, like his arm looked, it was just I don't know, on HD. And I mean, just the HD factor and the noise factor, it just didn't feel like it. It was the most CGI game I've ever seen. And then the commercials are CGI. It's like, it's like everybody that is in, uh, um, in powers of position to try and manipulate our, our mind is doing like old like they're they're so excited about how oh, the metaverse and shit if that's like i i play in the metaverse i i understand with it but it's not like you're trying to force something that's not there yet it looks weird it just does and and older people look really really weird because they're dying their hair and they've got all, you can see the makeup now before you didn't used to be able to see the makeup and they were older and they just kind of blended in with whatever TV screen that you had before, right? Excuse me. So they used to just blend in. And now you can see every crease and crevice in Al Michael's face or Chris Collinsworth. I mean, it just looked bizarre. It looks like uh, they're embalmed. It looks like, and the crowd never got over a decibel of like, it just was sounded like when I was a kid, I used to pretend to have podcasts, even though I didn't know them, they were called podcasts, but I used to have like, or I used to do uh, like call games or some of that, right. Or, or wrestling or whatever, whatever I was doing with my, my men, right. My figures. And I used to record it. And, and as for a crowd noise, I would turn on the, you know, the, uh, the static on like a TV because almost every channel I had, because we didn't have cable, was fucking static. So that's and that and that's bizarre in itself, right? Like here's all these channels, here's snow. But anyways, I used to turn it on, and that's exactly what the crowd noise sounded like. I mean, you couldn't get any kind of feel. And I'm in here in L.A. Thank God I wasn't down there because it didn't look like I don't know, man. It, 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 this was the first Super Bowl. Uh, played at a stadium that was absolutely made for television. The stadium was made so that all the camera shots, every, I mean, it, it's, it's actually a very large TV studio, in case you didn't know that. It's not built as a, a football stadium, like, you know, as they have been in the past for the, for the, I mean, they have a great user experience there too. Uh, but they play, you know, they play music throughout, you know, even during the, even sometimes during the plays is what I've been told. And, uh, which is it's more like a club atmosphere, but but it was made as a television studio, but a very large one because the money now is in TV rights, and, and that's where just where the money is because there is no more appointment based television, right? There's all uh, you can you can binge watch everything, but you can't really binge watch a, a Super Bowl, or you can't binge watch live sports or anything. That's why that's such a huge commodity, right? Of course. So this is the first, and this is what we get. And that's why it was in SoFi, because they wanted to test out, does this work or not? And if you look at it, mm, I don't know. I think if, it, I don't, I, there was some, I didn't know Jim Carrey, because I think that was a real Jim Carrey in one of those commercials, right? When he plays the cable guy. But he came right after this rigmarole of the worst, uh, I don't know, the CGI created little bot fucking uh, football players. And what, is it supposed to be nostalgic because Walter Payton's in there? I, I don't know. 
it looked ridiculous. And then this lady's like, what? it just tried, they're just trying to show off like, oh, they could do all this stuff. They can wreck a, a house. But that doesn't mean that it's good. Wow, you can do all that. Shouldn't you, haven't you guys been able to do that since like 2002 or three or four or five? Why is it this push for, I understand, I understand it's coming sooner than we think, right? The, the metaverse and real life are going to pretty much going simpatico because as you can see why do you think that they put us quarantined for fucking forever you know why because they've got us used to the house working from home remote viewing whatever you want to call it and the metaverse is going to now seamlessly come in and are we going to really want to go out into the real world are we going to play in our own little world so you can see it's a very seamless transition right understandable but i i'm still here motherfucker i can still see with my own eyes that y'all are just fucking you're showing off for the sake of, sake of showing off. Like, great. I'm sure it took a lot of work. I'm not discounting the amount of work hours. But what did they fucking say? It wasn't inventive. It wasn't, I'm, like I'm telling you, it was, it was almost like I'm watching The Incredible Hulk 2004 or 5. Do you remember that one? The one that was re- ridiculous. They just, they had, they had the ability to make a, a CGI Hulk. And, and, and it just, it, and he might as well just fucking drawn like a cartoon character. Or not even a cartoon character, a crayon. Because you, you might as well took it as, as, as meaning that much. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about here, people? I know I've shitted on the Super Bowl. Thank, thank God the Rams won. My dad told me. He told me he has not seen, because he doesn't count St. Louis, because who would? But he, uh, he's not seen the Rams win since 1953, because he stopped you know, following them, because he never thought they'd come back to L.A., right? But thank you, Stan Kroenke, for bringing back the digital CGI Rams. We really appreciate that one. Uh, CGI Rams, brought to you by Digitalness, brought to you by CGI, brought to you by... Um, we don't care. We just want your money. And then if you looked at it too, all the politicians, all the politicians there, uh, if you're talking about the bourgeoisie, if you're talking about the French Revolution, if there's ever been a reason to go after these goddamn politicians here in California, they have been mandating. They just took off the mask mandate, which nobody knew about. They still don't know about here in California, except for LA County. Eric Garcetti is still going forward with it for some God knows what reason, but that's okay. Fine. Except for the fact that they all were blatant in the fact that they didn't wear their masks at the Super Bowl. Are you out of your mind? What's wrong with you? You're going to you're going to demand us to be so encumbered. I'm in church and I got to wear a fucking mask. I'm doing it cuz I'm with my parents. I went to church right before the game and they're in LA County. I wore the mask. I'm encumbered by it. And then I see your dumb ass. Nobody care nobody listen politicians, nobody would ever invite you to these things. Had you not gone, and I know that's why you went into politics, because you knew you weren't good enough to be like talented in anything else. We understand that. You're above average looking, what, for politics? But they've always said like politics is the ugly man's Hollywood. So whatever. Stop fucking around here because you're going to piss off some real people here, man. You really are. You're blatant fuck you to us. By make, mandating for that, you put us in goddamn the man in the iron mask for the last fucking two years, and then you don't follow the same protocol that you ask us to do? Are you out of your goddamn mind? That's egregious. That, that, is, that levels on treason. That levels on, uh, like, we got to storm your castle kind of shit. I'm not calling for that, but I understand. Like, what? You, do you not understand that you have, you have enslaved our faces? It's not just, oh, you got to wear masks this week, huh? And I mean, how many times are these guys, the last Rams game, these guys were, and then Eric Garcetti had this fucking beautiful press conference about it. You know what he actually, he legitimately said to the media, he legitimately said to the media this, he goes, when I took the picture, I made sure to hold my breath and, and that it is statistically impossible 
for me to transmit anything or to contract or transmit in that amount of time as I'm holding my breath, as I'm taking that one picture, motherfucker, are you out of your mind? Who does, who do you think that works for your fucking four-year-old daughter? Listen, my dad guarded this guy when the OJ verdict came out. His dad was Gil Garcetti. Okay. I know I've talked about this before in the podcast, but this guy used to be a little Gothic weirdo. Okay. He listened to New Order. Nothing against New Order. I like them. But, you know, he was also listening to Bauhaus and uh, KMFDM, too. Kind of weird, right? He was all in all the, the LA underground, like, uh, what do you call it? Like whipping clubs and shit like that. Yeah. Go ahead. If you don't believe me, okay. Don't believe me. I'm not saying I have proof of that. No. I don't know what you're talking about. But, because he's older than me, but I had some friends older than me too. And there you go. So, what I'm saying is that my dad had to guard this fucking pathetic ass family. Just like their dad who's now some fucking crazy artist. He, 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 he lost, I mean, maybe, I don't care if OJ's guilty or innocent, but that he was supposed to, that was like the one and only thing that was going to make this guy's career. And he lost it. He put two goofs in charge of it. That's smart, Gil Garcetti. So anyways, they knew that the, probably the, the verdict was, I don't know if they knew or not, but my dad was uh, commissioned as a DA investigative agent to guard the property of the Garcetti home. And they watched it. They watched the verdict in the Garcetti home. Well, little weirdo Eric over here is twitching and, you know, maybe he has four lines of meth up his nose and thinking about which dude he's going to go dance with later on that night. That, that was the scene. And, he, you know, trust me, I know. These guys are pathetic, man. They're they're little weasels, and I I'm saying that for they, for all I know now they're gonna bombard my door and bring in that old Syrian right back to to me, and they're gonna believe that idiot about something. I don't even know what the guy's gonna call the cops on me for. Great, call the cops on me. He said he was gonna put my face all over billboards or something. Great, can you do that for me? Because I've been wanting to do that. I've had this podcast now for three years. Actually, I did have my we we didn't have my face, but we had a friend of the show and beautiful model. Lady Miss uh, Kitty, she uh, in her Who Cares podcast shirt, or was it, what's the player? Anyways, I'm not really sure. But just know that when everything is coming to an end, that it has been, or our leaders are disappointing you, just know that we have the mailbag. Stardustpill.com, stardustpill.com. Have you been there yet? Because from what I'm hearing, and I am just one show out of many that Stardust Pill sponsors, but from what I'm hearing, well, we're not leading. No, we're definitely not leading, but we're, we're up there, okay? We're up there as far as when people type in who cares, and you get the Stardust Pill that completely, it's age-defying. It turns your gray hair to black. That's all you need to know. It changes your skin tone. It has mysterious property. It is it is the most amazing herb the world has ever known that's known it for fucking since 710 AD, yet nobody's taking advantage of it or what, but Stardust Pill has. And they've, they've mixed it with their special other blends of herbs and they've made it into a potent formula that everybody now is understanding that your dick will get hard, your cancer will subside. Now, I'm not saying that it will, but there is there is legitimate... Studies shown that it does curb a lot of things, and they probably want me to say all those things. Uh, let me see here. But all I know is that I've been getting other emails that I've been hearing. 
wow, Stephen, thank you so much. You know, I thought it was just anti-aging. Now my girl really likes me. I we brought we initiated a whole nother sort of sex game role play because the fact that my dick gets hard now. That's great. That's beautiful. I you know, I mean I, I don't know what to tell you. Um I don't know how why she would have stayed with you, but that's cool now, you know? And um so just make sure that you take Stardust Pill on a daily basis because it's not like you go to the gym and you're gonna be, you know, fucking the rock, right? You're not gonna be the rock at the Super Bowl, okay? the first time you take it but over time a couple months for instance there you go and i know that they are offering for who cares the podcast subscribers if you buy one you get another bottle free that's just what i they told me i don't know if it's on the website if it's not go in there type in and say that you demand that and uh i know that they will honor that trust me i know that they 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 are the sponsor of the show they told me that it's come down here i haven't been to their website yet because i bought like 15 bottles of this shit and i, well, I bought 15 bottles of it like a year ago and man phew, i mean look at me would you believe i'm 65 years old no you wouldn't so anyway stardust pill what is it good for i'll tell you what it's good for it's been used to treat other health conditions too, such as diabetes, hair loss, heart disease, constipation, cancer. Is it good for the hair? Of course it is. It's the holy grail of hair health. Studies have shown that it appears to transition hair follicles from damaged, dormant stages into rejuvenated, fast-growing ones that resemble hair growth patterns in the young. I mean, what? When, when there's all kinds of misinformation out there, this is from 710 AD, people. I'm sure there's going to be some naysayers. Of course there is. But the majority opinion is this, that just a typical dose, maybe three times daily. I'm not really sure what it says on the bottle. I think I only take one two times. But um, um, it's said to be the most superior uh, form of taking it. And, it. and it's very effective against constipation. I don't know if anybody out there has constipation. Maybe you do heroin or something. I'm not really sure. Who's calling me? Should we? I don't know who that is. Um so yeah, so then uh, who else consumes, uh, who, who would want to consume this? I don't know. Pretty much everybody, right? Um, I'm sorry. Right now, somebody's calling me within this commercial. Stardust Pill is going to be very, very upset with me. Okay, well, let's wrap this up. StardustPill.com. Get yourself some Stardust Pill. If you haven't been there, if your pussy isn't wet, if it's still, if it's getting dry, maybe that's something else. Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's the man in your life. But Maybe and your dick's not getting hard. Maybe it's time to revisit other things too. But maybe it's the fact that you've been sitting on your ass for two years and you're not getting any younger. Well, you could have been. You could have been getting younger. This whole time you could have been getting younger. If you just would have gone to stardustpill.com, type in the Who Cares podcast. And if it's not up yet, type in the Who Cares podcast or or whatever in the notes. Sign up for it, whatever you gotta do. And I guarantee you, and if they don't, you write into me and you hold my feet to the fire and uh, uh say I didn't get my two bottles. Okay? Because I will, I will definitely make sure that they give you. And if not, I'll give you one of mine. How about that? Okay, I know, but that, this is the memo that came across this morning in the email. So I appreciate that. Stardustpill.com. I'm wondering if my event last night for Valentine's Day had anything remotely to do with Stardustpill.com. I'm not going to say it did, but I'm not going to say it didn't. Okay? Stardustpill.com. All right, so what we, uh, what we did a couple weeks ago, uh, back in December, we had... Uh, I had pretty much challenged uh, our listenership, right? I challenged our listeners to some, um, 
Well, basically, it was. Uh, I said, write into us. Let me know that you just just change one thing in your life, you know. And if you do that one thing, you know, let's revisit it back in February, you know. So now we're like maybe a week out. You know, probably should have revisited back early February. But you know, I got some emails that I thought were very poignant for the time, and uh, so I wanted to share them with you because here at the Who Cares podcast, it's not just about me. I'm just I'm just the conduit. I'm just sharing my experiences, my life stories with you, and then you take from that, and and you know. You can always, remember, you can always message me or email me at info at whocaresthepodcast.com. Info at who cares, that's not info, excuse me. Stephen at whocaresthepodcast.com. Stephen at whocaresthepodcast.com. And when you do that, you can you can ask me whatever. Because chances are I've probably gone into a similar situation. No, I'm not a 50-year-old. I've never had to deal with getting a colonoscopy. So I'm sorry. Please don't ask me that. But when it comes to normal, um, I've studied a lot because of our different applications. What has to do with psychology, things, and human behavior, and just the fact that I've I've deal with I've dealt with every human possible, whether it be in business or whether it be in the bedroom. Okay, so I put that out there. I made sure that everybody out there make sure that you email me, tell me about your progress, tell me about something that you you could have done, and then I'm going to leave you with a uh, after this email bag here. I'm going to leave you with something that I got wrote uh, something that somebody wrote into me, and I, I shared that in our group. If you have any other questions, join our group. Facebook.com slash What's the Play uh, group. What's the Play group. Uh, look for it in Facebook. It's it's about the only thing left that Facebook is good at. They've all obviously left that as a bastard child and they're onto the metaverse, but Facebook still has good groups. And so we would appreciate it. If you join what's the play uh, group, I know it's not who cares about you guys. It's what's the play group, uh, facebook.com slash what's the play group. And there you'll see. And we will, uh, we, we don't tolerate any kind of like trolling, uh, but we do, uh, even if you have bad advice, maybe that bad advice is good. We don't, it doesn't matter to us as long as it's advice or, or maybe you just want to share something funny or whatever. It's a great community. Join it. We love you. We really do. And that's all we're here to do is really all this rigmarole that I've been talking about, all this, uh, pompacity, pompous behavior, pompacity, Pompeo, um, it, it, it's for nothing because as long if, if, if our, if our, um, if our listeners get one thing out of this, or if one listener uh, betters their life, and it looks like a little bit, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to call the show tomorrow because um, we only get one shot at this, and I don't, I, you know, I believe that in some certain way uh, that. I know enough things to, to be able to help people. And I see things a little differently. And um, if I don't use that, then what a piece of shit am I? I have to answer to somebody, right? It's kind of like, if you don't know, then if you're naive, then you know, who cares, right? But if you're, given a, a, if you're given a good life, and if you're given the ability to kind of see, I mean, I can't, I don't have the ability to build you a house. I don't have the ability to fucking uh, take a, engineer something, re-engineer a spacecraft. I don't have any of that shit. But I do know human behavior, and I do know that I care about it. I'm an empath. And I do know that I, w- I would love it if I could help any one of you in some way. And I'm not going to steer you into some, but I'm going to be blunt with you. But, I, but, but like I said, I, I'm not gonna, I can't make you do anything either. But let's just take a look at some of these. Uh, some of the, we got a couple emails. Uh, Stephen at whocaresapodcast.com. Uh, this is from Canyon underscore X. Um, 
he or she, I'm not really sure. One thing that you would do to change your life, you know, basically back in December, I talked about, why don't you just try one thing, you know, just tweak it a little bit, and I guarantee your life's going to change, right? So uh, Canyon underscore X said, work ethic. Uh, let's see, my life hasn't changed too much. Well, that's great. Except I got a small raise at Home Depot. Thank you. Okay, you know what? I mean, are we looking for home runs, people? No, we're not. This motherfucker got a, a girl guy. I'm not really sure. It's a Canyon underscore X. All I know is that that's what they put. And I thought that is just, that's simple. And that's where you started. It's not, you know, they, the media and whoever wants to show us, show the world as they, they're just conquering fucking mountains. And they're just, they, all of a sudden, they, you grew up, you slip, fell, and landed in a Range Rover. And you got a TV show or whatever. You're, you're a hip-hop artist. And you're, you here's my pad. No. That's not the way the real world works. As you can see, you can see people short circuit just going to fucking 7-Eleven. And this is a beautiful thing, even in a pandemic. Probably because this Canyon underscore X fought off mobs of, uh, of invaders in their Home Depot. No, but congratulations, Canyon X. That's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. We love it. All right. Jackie from Phelan said, raising dogs now and I'm more confident. Okay. Not really sure what that means, but... I do know feeling, uh, it's a very rural, I don't, I don't know it very well, but I do know it's a very rural, rural, rural area. God, that's a tough one for me to say. Rural area. Uh, and so it's out in some mountain area. I know that I've been there maybe once, but I do know that, uh, uh, it'd be a great place to raise dogs. And if that's one of the things that you're putting off or you want to concentrate on, good. Let's give another round of applause for Jackie. And look it, there was some, let me just tell you, there were some emails that, no offense to you, uh, emailers out there and, and listeners, I love you very much because you took the time to actually, but let's be honest, um, it didn't sound like it passed the you know, BS test, you know, a little bit. And maybe it did. I mean, I just can't believe, well, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to say anything because I appreciate everything that comes in. I really do. And, uh, but I wanted for our listeners, I wanted the real, what I felt were nuts and, po- nuts and potatoes, <laughs> meat and potatoes, nuts and bolts. I don't know what do you call it. Nuts and potatoes. <laughs> nuts in your mouth. How about this? All right. This one's from, uh, Trisha. Uh, Trisha where? Oh, Trisha LA. Okay. Anyways, I'm, uh, I'm writing to say I was mad at you at first. Uh Oh. I, could, I mean, how many of these do I get a week? I told my boyfriend how I really thought about us. Ooh. He broke up. He broke up with me. And I was going to write you then because I was so mad at your show and you. After one week, I totally, I'm, oh, I'm totally better for it. He's, oh, he's an emotional vampire. <laughs> I like that. I don't even know what that, all right. He's an emotional vampire. I, I probably, I get it. He sucks the emotions out of you. Gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for my life has been free. And I, there's no commas. I'm sorry. Thank you for my life has been free and I'm able to work on me. Wow, that rhymes. You might, you might actually have, your lyric writing needs some help, but you might actually have uh Maybe you might want to hit that music career too while you're working on you. That's a beautiful thing right there. That's a beautiful thing. Huh? It's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, love, it's a beautiful thing. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the love from everywhere. 
And then um, one thing I want to share with every one of you, uh, this is from Jason. Um, and asked if he could, if I could share this with the uh, with our podcasters, a group, a community of love, affection, and reason, and logic, and intelligence. Lo- no, I'm just throwing and comedy and, and li- life and laughter because you got to laugh at everything. Who gives a fuck? Is it really that bad? Tomorrow it won't be, unless you wake up in jail or something. But it won't be. Um, and if you're listening to this in jail, write to me. Maybe we could jail. As long as you don't have mental illness. <laughs> All right. So Jason asked me if I could share this. If you could do, oh, if you could change one thing in your life, what will it be? What will it be? Share that with me next week on the Who Cares Podcast. When you saw her getting off the bus, it seemed to wipe away the years. This was older, just a little rough But her eyes were still so clear He drank his coffee and he hurried out Across before she walked away Then he approached her like a little child Too scared for what he had to say Hello, Louise. Remember me. Now, should we part or stay a while? As if we were still lovers. So well before And as he started to apologize Lose any bits in the sheepfold She gently put her finger on his lips To let him know she understood And with his suitcase standing on the floor Embraced him like a lover would He told Louise You look so good It's just you see You make me feel As if we were still lovers Something really good Something truly 
as if we were still lovers And though they talk for just a little time Before she said she had to go He saw the meeting as a tiny sign But told him all he had to know And so Louise Waved from the bus And as she left She gave that smile As if they were still lovers It's not always true that time heals all wounds. There are wounds that you don't want to heal. The memories of something really good. Something truly real that I've never found again. (laughs) 